Well, we've done it. Welcome to Bit Different. Woohoo! I'm Satine. And I'm Rob. And this is a brand new podcast that is basically about video games, nerd shit, just fun stuff we like to talk about. With the queer twist? Yes, you gotta have that queer twist. It's like the lemon. <laughs> so yeah, welcome to, to episode one, to, to the beginning. All right. Anything going on in your life? Uh, worth mentioning. Well, you know, I just I just started doing this podcast with someone. Oh shit! And um, <laughs> so far, I feel like it's going going pretty well. Yeah. What do you think about the co-host? I think she's pretty cool. I think so too. Yeah. I met her pretty. Once she's twice. very tall. She sounds hot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she is. Sweet. Yeah. How about you? Anything new going on in your world? Um, I have been dating around a little bit, which is nice. I. I wasn't going to do any dating apps this, yeah. this first quarter of the year, but I couldn't resist. <laughs> Just for the quarter of the you year. You know, a girl gets lonely sometimes. So um, I started OkCupid, and I met somebody who's nice, but we'll see how it goes. And other than that, I went to um, a couple gallery openings, and one of them was a World of Wonder gallery event, and they do like the RuPaul's Drag Race and stuff like that. So that was really cool. Was it at their uh, their like headquarters off of Hollywood? Yeah, it was at the headquarters. And um, there's a gallery downstairs off of the main strip. So anybody can go in at any time. But this was just like their special opening night. Because I'm very special. <laughs> and um, it was basically an homage to our soon-to-be president. But that's all I'm going to oh. say about that. Oh, that sounds... <laughs> It sounds dark unless they're handling it with a very great amount of uh, sense of humor on there. Well, if you know World of Wonder, they yeah. they tend to go the full gamut. So, <laughs> and then the rain. The rain is crazy right now. Seriously, Los Angeles is not Los Angeles anymore. By the way, that's where we record this. Yes. Um, the part yeah, of the world. And LA has been rainy and. Uh, I found out that my car apparently has some sort of small leak or somewhere where it's gathering water in a tail light. And whenever I like I'm at like a stop sign uh-huh. and I gun it, you can hear water sloshing in like the trunk. And my car has something similar with its um, the camera that when you back up, it, um, you can see behind you, but it's like this blur. It's like there's water inside. Oh, like the condensation lens. or something, just yeah. like in the lens. That and all sucks. you see is like a blur of lights behind you. <laughs> well, That's... I don't have a camera in the back of my car, so you still have more vision back there than I do. Oh, you know how we do. <laughs> <laughs> you fancy. <laughs> so, yeah. what were your um, favorite games of 2016 yesteryear? Yeah, I love that. Like episode one is like a recap of the year that we weren't doing this. Um, yeah, right. <laughs> well, uh, as as you know, and anyone who who follows me on or anyone's friends with me on on Facebook knows, um, I keep track of my games that I finished throughout the year. And last year, I broke a record. I finished. Woohoo! Uh, thank yes. you. The the story portion of uh, forty four games last year. Jesus Christ! And um, by far, like I mean, Bloodborne was technically like a 20, 2015 game. Um, but I continued playing it through 2016 when I platinumed it, so it continues to be like a favorite. So I've never played Bloodborne. What's what are if you could say three great things about it? Uh, the style of it is just fucking cool. It's kind of like Lovecraftian and and gothic horror. It's it's gorgeous. No game mm-hmm. looks like it. Um, the challenge is real, and that's part of the the fun. When you overcome that challenge, you get this just immense sense of satisfaction. 
And then also, um, if you do it right, the co-op on it is really, really satisfying. And like the way that um, I did it, I did a lot of it by myself or playing with strangers, which is fun and also nerve wracking. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, my last seven hours of the game, I did at a friend's house where we had multiple TVs, multiple PS4s, and we all just because there's no local co-op in games it feels like anymore so we had to do basically the equivalent of online co-op locally you kept it old school but new school oh yeah like (laughs) yeah one foot in each and um yeah we ended up playing from like i guess what uh 11 p.m until about 5 a.m to sort of get the the final trophies for the platinum which was amazing that's awesome yeah i I hear great things about it i think i'd freak the fuck out because games (laughs) like that tend to scare me uh so, but I don't know. I did Diablo and games like that. So maybe it's just like a more advanced version of Diablo. Well, and <laughs> it's, it, it's, it's tricky. It's, it's scary. Like in that, um, just cause everything has such risk assigned to it. Like oh. if one enemy hits you hard enough, it'll stagger you. And then next thing you know, they hit you twice more and you're dead. You need lots of skill. Basically yeah, you gotta just, plan out your attack. Or just a lot of patience. Um, uh-huh. and, uh, but yeah, so that's like an old favorite, but I guess officially last year, um, I was thinking about it, and like last year was the year of the single sitting game for me, which were like games I played through just in a single sitting, and they were Jeez. great. Like I, I don't mind a short game, and um, especially one that's like nice and tight and has a really great sort of arc and gets everything it wants to accomplish done in like three or four hours. Mm-hmm. And so like um, I had a handful of favorites from last year, um, and they were all single sitting games. Uh, Oxen Free. Um, which is like you know an adventure title with amazing dialogue um firewatch which is a first person adventure exploration game with amazing dialogue and a great story um inside which is a sort of 2d side scroller um light puzzle elements with zero dialogue yeah (laughs) moody as hell with a very kind of ambiguous ending um and uh virginia which is a first-person, like, two-hour experience complete with, like, sort of these jump cuts as if you're watching a movie. It just expects you to fill in the gaps. And That's more like a true crime or a or It's, a it's like X-Files mystery. meets Twin Peaks, a lot of people said it was. Okay. And it has, like... Sorry, I keep hitting the table. Um, and it has, like, some of the most, like, amazing music uh, of, of last year. And um, Yeah, I did hear that I one had a good soundtrack. Oh, it's it's so good. Can you tell me a little bit about Firewatch though? Is that supposed to be a creepy game? No, no, it's not. it's just cute. Yeah, it's well, I mean, it's um, it has a lot of feeling. It has a lot of heart. It has uh, its art design is by Ollie Moss, who is uh, he doesn't need me to plug him. He's fucking cool. And uh, but yeah, like he did the art direction, I think, for the game. And um, it's uh, in the game, you it starts off with a sort of like choose your own adventure kind of thing where it asks you a bunch of questions and you have to choose these things and it just kind of establishes a backstory for you. I don't even know if it really affects the rest of the game, but it certainly grounds you in the character. Mm-hmm. And like Todd was, uh, Todd is my husband, by the way, and, uh, just for context for all the times I'll mention. Love him. Todd. Yeah. He's, he's also very tall. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's tall though. Don't Everyone's tall. <laughs> um, but like, uh, he was judging a lot of my decisions um, and harshly at that. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so you play first person as this guy named Henry, and um, he's running away from his life, basically, in that he takes up a position as a, uh, 
a man in a tower uh, who's part of a fire watch for a national park. Mm-hmm. And um, your only real relationship in the game to speak of is via walkie-talkie with a woman named Delilah. And you, like, don't actually get to see her. You just hear her. And the game takes place over, um, you know, over a period of time. And as it goes on, like, you're always, you're for the most part always alone. And you are sent off to go find out what these teens are up to. And But the whole time, like, you're having this conversation via walkie-talkie. And you're building this very real relationship, so to speak, with this woman. And all she is is a voice. And you know that she might be running from something, too, because she sounds kind of damaged. And you know that you're kind of fucked up. It's really good. And it's really touching. And, like, Henry is voiced by Rich Summers from Mad Men. Okay, yeah. And it doesn't surprise me at all that that game is, like, nominated for a ton of um, awards for both, like, character performance and art design and just narrative. It's fantastic. Sounds like the like the Moonrise Kingdom version of Her. <laughs> That's actually a really interesting <laughs> comparison there. <laughs> but, yeah, it, it is sort of twee, which is very sort of Wes Anderson-y. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And, yeah, and, um, sort of, the like, art design is beautiful in that. Like, the way everything looks is gorgeous. Because, yeah, it's not realistic, but it's no. certainly, it, in it's, it's stylized with, like, detail, but also, like, it's kind of simple. So how's about you? What uh, t- what was your year, your 2016 year in gaming like? Oh, you know, I've been playing a lot of this little game you probably never heard of called Uncharted 4. I'm sorry, what? Uncharted 4. Oh, tell me more. Well, in this episode, <laughs> um, this, yeah, I'm obsessed with the Uncharted franchise. Just to start off with, I've played each of them at least three times, I believe, except this one. I've only played once, the the newest one. And I think Naughty Dog has some really fun characters, basically. When they put out a game, they put a lot of, like... They're action, but there's a lot of dialogue, and you can really relate to these characters. I know it it was supposed to launch in 2013, actually, but it just kept getting pushed back, and thank God it was finally here. Um, in this one, though, you're searching for Captain Avery's long-lost treasure. And you're doing that because you want to save Nathan, who's the main character, Nathan Drake, his brother's Sam from basically because he's wrapped up in these money problems with some bad people. And so you're trying to help him out. The only uh, thing I would say is there's no Chloe in it. Yeah. What but the they're fuck? fixing that, though. What the fuck? What the fuck? I had a what the fuck moment. All you get is a letter in an attic, and I was like, that was a punch in the face. <laughs> until. Until. Until I found out. A faithful morning in December. Oh, in December. It was a good month. Um, they're doing Uncharted, The Lost Legend? I, I don't Legion? know what it's called. I could not tell you the what it's called. The Lost Legacy. That's Is that it. it. Yes. Uncharted The Lost Legacy. And that one's solely based on Chloe's story. And, and it'll be her and Nadine, right? Yeah. And I, I love Nadine, Nadine's actually. dope. She was a f- really cool character yeah. to add into it. Because these might be fighting words, but um, it's weird. Like, we I, I was a huge Uncharted fan for Fast a long time. out. <laughs> <laughs> I was a big Uncharted fan for a long time. And um, I don't know what it was, um, but between three and four... A lot of my interest in it waned. And um, to be honest, last year I played both Uncharted 4 and Rise of the Tomb Raider. Uh And I actually enjoyed Rise of the Tomb Raider a bunch more. And it's weird. I find overall its main story to be more forgettable. Mm -hmm. But the gameplay of it 
I liked a lot more. But also, like, I don't know, she works really well with a bow and arrow, and I like that. Yeah. And also Laura Croft is just, like, she's still really human. But um, Uncharted 4 is stunning. No game looks like that. I, you know, I agree, though, that Tomb Raider was, it, it, I, it was at, on par with at least number three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And number four, I would say I do really love the multiplayer in four, though. Oh, yeah. Where you, in you Tomb Raider, all the time. I stream it all the time. I'm obsessed with it because I think it's because, well, when I'm obsessed with Chloe, the character, and I, I just like the little, the little things they throw out there, like little <laughs> quotes and things from the game little barbs (laughs) like um gosh what's a good one like this is chloe's world and you just live in it that's my favorite (laughs) or you got to dance with the one who brung you right (laughs) i love that that like that she says that in the second game it's (sighs) such a that was a great scene though it's so good when she's reminding him not to bail on her I, I love that they have that i hope they revisit their that interest in three Mm. i mean in the new one but I hope they revisit in a way where it's like a past thing and she's moved on, but yeah. it still touches her. Because he does seem pretty settled on, you know, with Elena, not oh, on Oh, yeah, her, they're but, married with a yeah. child. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oops, if you haven't played <laughs> spoiler it. Spoiler alert. Spoiler. <laughs> well, to be honest, though, at this point, you probably should have played it. You've had almost a year. Yeah, if you're a fan, you would have played it by now. <laughs> and uh, also, it comes bundled with all PlayStation 4s at this point. Yeah, so. Um, yeah. Uh, well, it's, I didn't realize it was supposed to come out in 2013. I didn't know that. I mean, like... Uh, that was the original release hopeful. Like, the goal. Mm-hmm. Well, it, it is interesting. It seems like last year was the year of the the games that are never coming finally getting released. Because, mm-hmm. like, I know that there were two games, um, or one game especially, I was really looking forward to, uh, that finally came out last year, uh, The Last Guardian. Have you had a chance to play that yet? No, but I did get that for my brother for Christmas. It's, it is special. Like, did you play Eco or Shadow of the Colossus? I played Shadow of the Colossus. Okay. And, Wait, did you like it? Uh, I thought it was cool, but I was fucking bored. <laughs> <laughs> that game is, like, so strange in that it is both, like, charming and also really kind of hard to like at times because its controls are weird and, like, they're, I mean, it, it's... It's hard to find anything. Everything's so spread out. Well, and it does sort of spit in the face of normal game design. Yeah. And then, like, yeah, there's it's just 16, I think, boss encounters, and that's it. Um, right. Like the Last Guardian is, it's a similar game, you know, to, uh, in the, to the, the other Team Eco offerings. They are, it, it's there's nothing like it. It's fascinating, and it there there's a lot of it. I mean, there's a lot, yeah, a lot that's been written about it already about how like there's still a lot of like weird rough edges and things that don't make sense in it, mm-hmm. um, or just things that it's like how did this get like how did it get finished like this? Yeah. But um, I don't know. I get, I get the sort of idea that since it was like ten years in development, that maybe at one point, if if uh, if someone was if Sony was like, "Hey, you're either putting it out by this time, or we're canceling it again," because um, I do feel like the game could have used like another ten months in the oven. Are you the Last Guardian? Yeah. But yeah. if I have a choice between like getting a game that's flawed or never getting it at all, I'll take it. It was great. Like it was still great. It, I mean, they like you said, they took forever to put that thing out. And then when they did put it out, there were billboards all over Los Angeles oh, advertising and, it. Yeah, and I was freaking out every time I drove by any of them because it doesn't, it didn't seem real. I can't believe that game actually came out. And like when I finally sat to play it, 
it was just surreal hitting, yeah. you know, the start button on that. It was just like, what? Yeah. It was crazy. And then what? Final Fantasy fifteen finally came out after 10 years in development. I count that as a 2017 game, though. It was just well, so recent. And I finished it in 2017. I finished it like a week ago. Yeah. Well, and it's a beautiful game, too. Absolutely. Todd did not. Todd had a hard time watching that one. He often Todd will watch me play games, and um, that was one he would not watch. He didn't like He's their bored. he didn't like their J-pop hairstyles and. Oh, I love that. And um, yeah, like, I think it's hot, right? <laughs> um, and uh, and yeah, so he he didn't love the just watching that one, but um, I had a good time playing it. Although yeah. the last six hours are real weird, but yeah, that was that was last year. Oh, and PlayStation VR happened. Ah, God, there was so much that happened last year. Yeah, VR, that's huge. And that Go was for it. it was the first time we started seeing like what incremental updates to hardware with the Xbox One S and the PlayStation Four Pro. Like it was a weird yeah. hardware year. Yeah, but the Google Dream. Uh, oh, the day, the Daydream, the VR day, headset. Yeah, that came out. There's yeah. there were so many VR sets that came out. Uh, well, the, the Vive, Oculus, Oculus, and PlayStation and VR. Thing. Yes, and what. Gear VR, I think, was already around, but it got more of a, a sort of um, placement in the market. But yeah, VR is it's weird. It's a thing I did not think I would be that into, and I love it. My first run-through with the PlayStation VR was that freaking... <laughs> what was that? The It was the preliminary... Um, tutorial to resident evil i guess you could call it it was oh, like oh, the yeah. fake the kitchen demo the kitchen demo <laughs> where you sit in the chair and this ghost woman tortures you mm-hmm. uh yeah that I was fun video of you yeah you can find that on my instagram <laughs> which I'll, oh, yeah. you don't want to see it <laughs> <laughs> oh come on it's great yeah oh i also wanted to mention to uh bro force oh obsessed really yeah. It's a, I downloaded, I don't think I ever even played it, because I think it was free on what, PlayStation Plus or yeah. Xbox Live Gold or something. It came out in October 2015, but I played it in 2016, so to me, well, it's a 16 game. Hell, I played Watch Dogs 1 last year. Okay. Right before I played Watch Dogs 2, which was much better. See. But still, I did them both last year. Yeah. So it's fine. The great thing about Broforce is it has all the elements of the old kind of those 2D scroll or um, side scrollers, pixelated... Metal, uh, reminiscent of Metal Slug and Contra. Is it one-hit kills? But fucking on crack. It's on crack. <laughs> that game is crazy. It's not one-hit kills, but, I mean, the great thing about this game is that you change your character throughout the game. And you can, and all the the heroes that you're, you're based on are 80s and 90s action heroes from the films. So there's like, um... Uh, Rambro and <laughs> oh my god there's so many weird ones I mean everything from like Commando to Aliens Ripley to oh so they're just Conan uh, <laughs> I beat the game with uh, I think it was Brave Bro from Braveheart or some, some something <laughs> stupid as shit but it was awesome well it is it is fun to see like that now games can sort of stop being so damn serious and just start having fun yes, again. Thank you. It was so fun. Well, and it's, it, it's, you know, and I guess it's part of the fun of being like an adult mm-hmm. is that like, you know, I have, there are, you know, younger people in my family and life that are gamers. And, um, like one, my, my, like someone, my godson is uh 12, I think 11 or 12. And, um, he's at the point where 
only like uber like serious games are like all that matters to him. Like he wants to play Call of Duty, Uncharted. He he's not super into the Uncharted series, oh which surprises God. me. He and I are not going to be friends. But like start there. he, well maybe he will be now. He just got a PS4 for Christmas. Okay, um, but like he's like. Uh, he likes Overwatch actually, which um, I like Overwatch a lot. Also, that's uh, that was a real surprise of me for me to uh, last year. Mm-hmm. But um, he loves like you know Call of Duty. He likes Assassin's Creed. He likes Halo. Um, and at this point, like I don't think he would ever even consider playing a game like say like Ratchet and Clank because oh. it looks like it's a game for kids. But so like good. yeah, like it's first off gorgeous. Like second, fun. Third, really funny. It has the best sound effects ever. ever. Like when you collect those bolts, oh my, that's, it's the most satisfying sound uh, ever. Oh my god! Like all I want to do is break boxes and collect yeah. bolts all day, all day, all day. <laughs> Plus, I know uh, Ratchet is an animal, a llamax or whatever. Ratchet is adorable. But I would totally date him. The as, hottest as furry I, I've ever <laughs> seen in my life. Lombaxes in general are Lombax kind of adorable. Like even like the old the old Lombax from like. An earlier Ratchet and Clank game, I can't remember which one, um, but like yeah, he's a little bit like sort of like the Daddy Lombax, uh, and he, he's kind of hot too for like a furry animal. Yeah, I just love his little tail. I love his voice. Oh, he's well, so sexy. It's funny. Well, I mean, did you play Final Fantasy X? Uh, yeah. The main character is Ratchet. Like it's the same voice actor, Shit. and he's not doing a different voice. Maybe that's why I like that game too. <laughs> I love that all of his know. clothes are like half of other clothes he's wearing like pants on one side and shorts on the other like yeah i I don't know what to do with that but it's kind of fascinating well that was on the verge of the fashion revolution right there yeah (laughs) we had jinko on one side we had issues for a moment but we're fine now (laughs) yeah yeah, so well currently i'm playing doom and it's hard because it's constant running it's a marathon that never ends did you figure out what mission you're on number wise um i'm no i'm out of hell back in hell you're basically hell on earth (laughs) and you're just trying to close that hell hole of a butthole (laughs) (laughs) oh i loved doom so much yeah what what why (laughs) (laughs) well it's 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 just a good shooter like i don't play first person shooters that aren't like, um, I typically don't play first-person shooters that aren't more narrative-driven, like Bioshock, oh, or even Bioshock like Bioshock was dope. Yeah, but no, Bioshock's amazing. No, yeah. I love Bioshock. Yeah. But like, if I'm gonna do a first-person shooter, it's usually like, oh, I have like, you know, a spell in one hand and a gun in the other, and like, it's going to try to wow me with its story by the time it's done. Doom was straight up just heavy metal action. Yeah. From start to finish. And it, the purity of its message yeah. is so admirable. It just was fun. I had such a good time with it. And thank God it's a very smooth game. Oh, if that game had frame rate troubles, it would be the worst. Yeah, because it's all about speed and just running away and hoping you hit someone. Yep, um, finishing moves. Gotta get that ammo back. Yes. <laughs> I am very pleased to see the return of the BFG in it, though. Oh, my God. It's hilarious when that thing goes off. Everyone just dies. Mm, like, it's... It's so satisfying. There's so many satisfying moments in that game. Well, and, like, did you play Doom 3? I did. Because, like, I liked Doom 3 a lot. I didn't finish it. I don't remember it. I remember Quake. <laughs> well, it's like, Doom 3, a lot of people had problems with because you had a choice of either, like, flashlight or weapon. 
you couldn't do both. Like in a dark space, you uh-huh. had a flat. You could either see or you could shoot, but you couldn't see what you're shooting at. Um, I thought that was cool because it was fucking terrifying. Mm-hmm. But um, a lot of people didn't love that. They weren't fans of no. blind fire. And they they fixed that in, in no, it's not Doom Four, just Doom. 2016. Doom. Doom. It's Doom. Doom. Brand new. Yeah. No, I, I liked it a lot. Um, I'm glad that game's getting a lot of love. Like, it's interesting seeing, like, a lot of top ten lists Yeah. right now. Um, and, um, yeah, like, Doom is, like, all yeah. over them. And it's, it's kind of nice. I'm glad, like, Firewatch and Inside got a lot of love, too. Yeah. Um, Titanfall 2 got a lot of love. Yeah. Um. Titanfall yeah. 2 is great, too. I haven't played it. Titanfall 2 is a game that I um, haven't downloaded yet, but it's in my PlayStation store. I just got to put the code in <laughs> because somebody who watches me stream, they gave me the code for it. That's very generous and very I cool. Know. I got. T- I also got like the uh, season pass from Battlefront. What? I know. People loved me this year. I don't know why. <laughs> I need like, to start streaming more. Right? I also need to be much prettier while Get I do some it. love. But, oh. you know, I'll work on that. Just wear, um, like, a purple wig. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just wear a low-cut shirt. I'm sure some people are into, like, furry cleavage. Oh, my God. I know I am. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Let those babies fly out. <laughs> uh, one game, though, I didn't really care for that I tried, and it's really coming down hard right now. Seriously, I, I'm, I, I love hearing the rain from inside. L.A. is not used to this nonsense. Seriously. There'll be about 517 accidents by morning. Like, it might be nearly February, but the weather outside is frightful now. Okay. Yeah. Yes. This war of mine, little ones. Mm. Oh, yeah. A little too real, a little too sad, a little too much effort that I didn't want to put into saving these people that I really didn't care about. I tried playing just the regular This War of Mine, not the Little Ones expansion, on my iPad. And after like a handful of day- of in-game days, I was just too depressed to keep going. I had to stop. Yeah. I don't want to spend a whole game scavenging and hoping to save my family because they're dying of, what is it called when you get cut by like a nail or something? Oh, tetanus? Tetanus. <laughs> I know you get tetanus in that. Tetanus well. just give you lockjaw. Right? Isn't that what you, most people get from tetanus? I, doesn't it I'm go straight? A, I think it goes straight to your heart and kills you. Oh, I'm not a doctor. I don't know. Well, I will tell you. I've played <laughs> doctor once or twice. Oh. And I know a thing or two about tetanus. Please tell me that's in your online dating profiles. <laughs> well, it will be now. Yeah. <laughs> I'll add it. Revisions needed. <laughs> yeah. How about you? Are you playing? Right now, I am playing a game from, ooh, God, I think it's from 2015. Um, I'm playing uh, Hand of Fate. And I think the next game, like next like big AAA title I'm gonna do is gonna be Neo. It'd be a hand of fate. It's kind of fascinating. And um, the person who initially told me about it was Travis, your brother. Oh. Uh, and back in the day when Travis and I worked together, every morning, um, people made fun of us at the office because that's how we met, by the way. Yes, we met through Travis. My brother and Rob worked together, and we became friends ever since. And that was like three years ago. No, oh my god, that was uh, almost six years. Shut the front door and call it a day. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I, oh my god, actually, it's almost exactly because I started at that job on Martin Luther King Jr. Day six years ago. 
and uh, wow. let the record show that it is uh, three days after Martin Luther King Jr. Day of this year. But like uh, Travis um, and I hit it off immediately because we're both nerds, mm-hmm. and um, and you thought he was a hot nerd. Oh well, he, he's <laughs> he's he's a pretty man. Yes, uh, my brother is a pretty man. He is mm-hmm. good beard too. Um, every day when I got into work, I would call him and we would meet in the kitchen where he would get his second cup of coffee because he got in crazy early and I would get my, uh, iced tea and we would just talk about like what we played the night before or what we watched or whatever. And everyone made fun of me and Travis for having our little bro date in the morning (laughs) to talk about like the night before. Oh, I love it. But like (laughs) how scandalous for the office. Oh yeah. And we Mm -hmm. both consume so much media that like there was always something new to talk about. It was great, um, and he told me about Hand of Fate uh, a long time ago, and I never played it, and um, so I started playing it recently, and it's great. Um, have you heard at all about it, or do you know anything about it? No. It's it's kind of fascinating. Um, there's like you're playing against like a evil fortune teller type guy who like reads like tarot card type things, and um, what happens is like you have a deck of cards. Uh, of like various equipment and stuff like that and the way it works is like you move your piece across cards that he lays out which are your game board so it's randomized every time Mm -hmm. and as you play uh you consume uh you you consume food and like your health can change and various cards can have various impact on you and then when you'll encounter certain thing he'll draw enemy cards and then um, those enemy cards and you, with whatever equipment cards you have, get embodied as what you would normally think of in a video game. And I'm it, already lost. Like <laughs> it, it's it's hard to explain, but yeah, it's it's basically like a, a tabletop game. Okay. Uh, until got that much. Until you get into combat. Okay. And when you get into combat, say he throws down the enemy cards you, you're fighting. Say is like a four of skulls. Mm-hmm. Then it cuts away to an environment. The four of skulls hits the ground in that environment. And four skeleton types come out of it. Like a 3D, yeah. like you're on like, an actual battlefield now. Exactly. And, like, and the normal video game characters of skeletons come up. Gotcha. And your character card hits the ground and then like whatever equipment you have, say like a shield and a sword and a hat of some sort, um, show up. And as those cards lie down, your character shows up and gets all of the, the gear that your cards say you should have. Mm-hmm. And then you just have a normal video game fight. Like Assassin's Creed or Batman combat style. Gotcha. Square to attack, triangle to counter, various power-ups if you have the cards that have given you that ability thus far in the game. And so it's this weird kind of thing where it's an action game, but it's also... Yeah, that's quite different. It's also a tabletop game, and the rules of the combat change based on the cards you've been dealt thus far. And it's randomized. And um, it's really fun. Is it difficult? Like, it doesn't sound like it would be very difficult. Well, I've had... I've had like games where I've died real quick, yeah. and I've also had ones where I finished it with no trouble at all. Yeah, it is all about how the cards lay. like, yeah, yeah, how the cards lay, and then also like, if you, I'm sure even no matter like how difficult of a hand you've been dealt, you can probably get through it Maneuver, if you're good. Yeah, that sounds cool. Yeah, I want to play that. It's fun. Yeah. So you have the disc? And no, it's only digital. They Damn don't make it. a disc on that one. Damn it. And so I feel bad. Like, I love sharing discs. Like, I love finishing a game and handing it to somebody. But I've been trying to go more digital. Yeah. Trying to, anyway. 
It's all about minimalistic tendencies in 2017. Which, yeah, unfortunately, I have an entire bedroom of my apartment that is counter to that because uh, I have a bunch of media in one room. Have you seen the place I live? It's a collector's junkyard. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's, my wall of records is like going to just be, it's going to fall on me and kill me one day, I swear. <laughs> like that but will what be a way how to I die. die. Right? That'd be great. Crushed by good music. Oh, so um, any video game crushes of 2016, 17? That's what you warned me this was coming. Oh, I want to know who the hot video game players or characters are. That's my like thing. Well, it's... that's why I play games. It's just to look at like the backsides <laughs> of them and control them. Well, it's fine. I do feel like whoever is working at Naughty Dog, like their character designer, is uh, either they have the best ass well, in the business, and that character designer is either a gay man or a straight woman. Because they design the most like attractive male characters, like Nathan Drake was the hottest until Joel from The Last of Us showed up. And Joel is so fine. Seriously, even like old and grizzled, he is super hot. Um, but like right now, I think it's it's just funny because he's not really my type, but I enjoyed him. Gladio from Final Fantasy 15. Well, like I knew it. All the other ones are a bunch of children. Like they look like children. And Gladio is this big, burly dude with, with cool tattoos. With his shirt tattoos. open the whole time. And, like, he's got cool tattoos that look, like, almost like feathers or something. I don't really know. Like, he's kind of black swanning it with the, <laughs> the, the, the tattoos. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, he's just, like... He's got, like, a 16-pack going on. Oh, yeah. And he's... Yeah, and also, like, apparently, like, my type was never big people... Like, big guys, but, uh, mm. you know, he's, like... The biggest of all of them and you know i married you know a tall guy now so and you know what's funny is usually the tall guys go for the shorter spouses what's well, so, and like which is so like not what i was expecting because like todd and i both broke rules for each other my rule was no one over five foot six and his <laughs> rule his rule was no one under six feet and um, five foot six yeah i have I, shoes taller than that i like short people <laughs> i think we're adorable because, um, yeah, I'm 5'4", and Todd is 6'7". So, um, yeah, we both broke some rules there because yeah. uh, I missed his goal by uh, eight inches, and uh, he destroyed mine by a foot and an inch. Well, I am 6'3", 6'4"-ish, so I'm super huge. Yeah, when you're in heels. But you know what I notice? Yeah, uh, straight guys who typically are who I date, go figure. But um, they usually go for the shorter girls, and like the 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 shorter guys go for the taller girls. And I don't know what. Maybe it's just because like if you're that short, every girl's taller than you, so it really doesn't fucking matter. That could be it. Maybe. Um, but yeah, the taller guys, they really like a petite package and I am not that. So, well, and also, I mean, like it could be a confidence thing where like, you know, maybe some people feel they need to overpower or whatever. I, I'm not, that's a weird word for it, but I mean, it's like, a great word for it. When I, sorry, back when I dated, uh, when I dated girls, so many of them were, say what? What scandal? Uh, I have ne I never, even really? before transitioning. No, I never, uh, well, um, oh, actually, I lied. I, <laughs> well, I, it was like so junior high bullshit. Oh. Like, I think we kissed once situation. Like, back when I dated girls, uh, my first girlfriend was really weirded out about how short I was. Because, like, I went into high school at, like, 4 foot 10, maybe 4'11". And um, she was already, I think, like, 5'3", 5'4". She was tall. 
Um, and uh, she hated how short I was. But she got over it. She punched you, didn't she? <laughs> no. She made you even shorter. <laughs> just, just <laughs> she knocked bam, you on the head. on the top of the head like a cartoon. Whack-a-mole. Exactly. Just <laughs> drove me right to the floor. Um, but then, like, my girlfriend through most of high school, um, she was actually shorter than me. Because, like, I was 5'4". She was... Uh... Kylie Minogue. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, she was, like, 5'2". I'd say maybe 5'3". Um, but the problem was, as soon as she wore heels, she got taller than me. And so she always, like, she never wanted to be taller than me, She always so she always chose to wear flats, which I felt bad. I wanted her to be able to wear heels. I didn't mind her being taller than me, oh. but, you know, for prom, <laughs> for prom photos and stuff, it was always like, all right, I'm going to take my shoes off now because I want the photo to look right. And I'm like, it looked fine, but whatever. That, that's uh, that's I mean, that's her deal. Yeah. Screw her. Well, she's married to someone taller than her now. It's fine. Well, super screw her then. <laughs> 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 yeah, I am. Um, I'm holding out for a... Like, I, I just dated somebody who was 6'7", and that was mad. Well, it was magical that he was 6'7", but that's about it. So, like, do you want someone taller than you? You know, I like to feel petite a little bit. I don't mind somebody shorter than me. It's just, I think it's a confidence thing. Mm-hmm. If I don't feel they're confident, I don't feel like they're they're strong enough to be able to handle somebody of my situation you should be dating a confident man Thank anyway you. short tall no matter what like if they're not confident they're probably not worth dating oh they're the worst but you know it's what 119 percent of men in los angeles no matter what they do are insecure well, so yeah I, it wouldn't surprise me if a ton of men in the city have like eating disorders and stuff because they're all actors and trying to they're all metro yeah it's it's magical. I, I I love looking at them, but I do not want to date them. I'm less metro than most people in yeah. Los Angeles. I'll I will rock a neck beard for like a solid week <laughs> before like I know I'm seeing a client and I'm like, fine, I'll shave the neck beard. If I uh. must, I must. <laughs> <laughs> As I like completely lean into nerd tendencies. <laughs> My crush. Okay, I have two. I have a girl crush first. Oh yes. Because I just have to say, Chloe. Has the best ass in the business. She does. <laughs> she even says in, in Uncharted 2, you're going to miss this ass. Oh, uh, I missed it ever since Uncharted <laughs> 2. But now she's coming back with ass for days in her own <laughs> game. But um, yeah, Chloe is my girl crush. And, but my, I, I will say my crush right now is still Nathan Drake. He's a classic. Well, and it, it's so and funny. And he never disappoints. Well, like, the character design has changed so much in the time that, like, those games has happened. Yeah. Do you have a favorite Nathan Drake? Like, of the four games, do you have a favorite? I think Uncharted... I want Uncharted 2's face with Uncharted 4's ass. Okay, then. That seems yeah. like a fair assessment. Yeah. Like, I... Uncharted 2 is my favorite. My favorite Nathan. Uh-huh. Um... And because I didn't like how in Uncharted 3, everyone got eyes that were sort of clear. Yeah, they're very cartoony. Yeah, and then in 4, he's just kind of old. <laughs> well, he looks good old, too. He does. But like he looks he looks too much like a normal person. He actually looks kind of cartoony in 2, and I thought he was perfect being semi-cartoony. God, so both of your crushes are straight up, like, Uncharted characters. Well, Naughty Dog has given me the... Yeah. Their, their character design is given, on point. Yes, I'm in heat when I <laughs> Maybe that's why people like to watch me stream those games. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, I think, we, I think we've figured something out here. I know. Well, <laughs> I've already known it. I'm just admitting it. <laughs> well, I've learned something today. Um, any games you look forward to in the near future? 
I am crazy excited about the next like three months. Okay. Um, it's just spit through them. Yeah, quick rapid fire. Um, yeah. Here we go. Resident Evil Seven. Gorge. Uh, Neo. Near. <laughs> Two very similar titles. Uh, Near is a sequel to a game that came out for last gen that was really strange but had some interesting ideas. The new one's being developed by Platinum Games, who did Bayonetta. Mm. And there's a demo on PlayStation 4, which you should download right now. It's called Near Automata, and it's okay. fucking great. Okay. Um, uh, For Honor, I'm excited about because I love a Ubisoft title. Yes. And um, what else? Uh, South Park Fractured Butthole is at the end of March. Is that my history? <laughs> <laughs> Although I'm not looking forward to sharing the system. Fractured Butthole, that's what it's called. It's called the Fracture. It's basically, imagine it needs punctuation. The Fractured but whole as incomplete yeah so quirky oh yeah the fractured butthole so punny will be great uh, i imagine because uh, stick of truth was fantastic um and then uh the other biggie is um uh nintendo switch ah yes i'm so thing. excited about that thing like that's a big one pre-ordered my system pre-ordered my legend of zelda breath of the wild oh, that looks beautiful gimme 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 although it is like it's gonna be that thing though todd doesn't play a lot of games but he will play any legend of zelda any god of war any uncharted or tomb raider and whenever any of those come out got good taste whenever those come out though you don't get to play it will it's (laughs) we sort of have like a rule like he plays during the day when i'm at work i play at night when i'm at home and he needs to make enough progress to where i can actually make progress you gotta save a marriage. Exactly. Like that's mm-hmm. it's a it's a, a very delicate balance that we've hit. How about you? What are you looking forward to? Um, I am looking forward to and I don't know how far into the future these games are. I know this one's in the near next March. Uh, Mass Effect and <gasps> bleh, I can't even speak. I'm so excited. I'm drooling. Mass oh, Effect Andromeda. Yes, I completely forgot. That's three, two, one. March twenty first. <sighs> Andromeda looks fucking cool. Stellar. Well, and it's it's gonna be weird not having Commander Shepard. I know. But I, I imagine Commander Shepard. Are you gonna play as another uh, badass bitch, another crazy uh, renegade? Her name's Sarah. You get to choose between two: Sarah or um, not Alec. What's the name of the other one? I had it written down somewhere. Scott Ryder. They're siblings. Oh. You choose one of the two. Are you going to be playing as Sarah, and you're gonna make her into a badass like you did your Commander Shepard? God, my Commander Shepard was so hot because she was in the likeness of. Moi, primarily. <laughs> and she, but, and, like, she was kind of crazy, though, right? Wasn't she, like, pushing people through windows and stuff? Like, you were I'm, kind of a renegade. She was literally like me. Like, <laughs> she had a little bit of a temper. She, you just don't push her too far. But, um, yeah, she was hot. Did you see me push something through a window? No, but you told me about it. Like, I think right when I met you, you had just been like, oh, yeah, I just totally, like, knocked me out I the did. window. And I was just like, and at the time, I don't think I, don't think I had played, uh, that was Mass Effect 2. Yeah, and I think, and I think I had not played it yet. And after hearing everyone talk about how much they love Mass Effect Two at work, I decided to play through Mass Effect One and then Two and then Three. Yeah, I never played One. I heard it was like you could just start with Two and keep going. Yeah, you're you're fine. Yeah, One was interesting. It had some cool ideas. Inventory management sucked. Combat wasn't great. Two was, I think, the best of the original of the trilogy. Yeah, I agree. Um, three wasn't bad, but Two was. Two is a great um, just continuation of two, I thought. And most people hated the ending. I didn't mind it that which much. Which I didn't mind either. Mm. I thought it was fine. Well, and like, to be sometimes honest. Sometimes you got to make decisions. Yeah, and sometimes, like, 
game designers are allowed to make a decision and you have to fucking live with it. Yeah, it's like, a story. Be, yeah, it's their story and you, you are just playing through it. Yeah. It doesn't have to be up to you. Right. Um, so, uh, curious, when you played, so you had Femshep. Yeah. Who did you romance? Or did you? Did you I romance? Did romance? I did romance. I romanced and I can't remember her name. Describe. I already oh. gave it away. She was the one on the bridge who is your right-hand man. Um, in, oh, in oh. three. Three. What'd she look like? Uh, she kind of... Oh, I also romanced What's-Her-Face in number one, the, who is like your... Um, she is also... She was... She looked like me. She is dark and beautiful, and she was with the, the bad team the whole time until you kind of turned her... Oh. What is her name? Oh my god. Uh, uh, not Miranda. Miranda. Oh, was it Miranda? Yes. I didn't know Miranda could go gay. Well, she flirts with you. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was uh I I, I didn't realize that like Femshep was the better shepherd to play as. Oh, 100. Yeah, I didn't realize that like Jennifer Hale like fucking killed it on the VO game. And uh so I played it as just the normal man shepherd. But and... man shepherd has a cute can. You know, I played as like normal shepherd with normal, even with the norm, the default face. I was just oh, like, boo. well, every time I tried to customize his face, he looked like a monster. Oh. So I was just like, fine, I'll go with the face that I know isn't broken. Um, <laughs> and uh, I ended up, unfortunately, I ended up uh, romancing Ashley in the first game, and I didn't even mean to. She literally showed up at my door and was like, hey, big boy, and I was like, no, thank you. And then in, and we didn't even sleep together. Like it didn't happen. And then in Mass Effect Two. I still had a fucking picture of Ashley on my dresser. And I was like, oh, they think I'm dating her. And so I technically cheated on the person I never agreed to date with Tali. And oh. I love Tali. I love Tali, too. And guess who I lost at the end of <gasps> Mass Effect 2? No! It was the most dramatic. Oh, God. Because you don't get to play as her in 3 if you lose her in oh, 2. Oh, shit. So I That's... was... Because, oh my god. she has a great storyline in 3. Well, and I I, I, oh, I, loved her. Like, she she was, like, my favorite. And then in 3, I fully intended to continue with Tali. But unfortunately, then I met the character of Steve? That character's name is? He's a mechanic down in, like, the oh, yeah. the, the bay with yeah, all yeah. the equipment. And oh, yeah, I play with him, too. He's what? doing the push-ups. Or the... No, that's the that's the angry guy voiced by oh, um, Freddie Prince him. Jr., Fuck you. Uh, Freddie Prince Jr., really? He voiced him, yeah. He was like the, the crazy, like, super butch dude. So hot. I tried to bed him so many times, it just didn't work um, out. The other guy the that's girl. near him, Steve, he's a gay character. And um, yeah, his backstory him. was so compelling, and I enjoyed him as a character so much I that I broke Tali's heart and ended up hooking up with him. And I didn't feel bad about it, but, like, kind of I did. It was really weird. It was one of those strange things where I was like, wow, this is like, I never thought I would care that much about in-game relationships. I mean, you get emotional. You know, I was actually playing the Mass Effect games at a really emotional slash traumatizing point in my life where I oh. needed, like, those that storyline to, like, kind of, like, push me through. And so that that's maybe why I have such a connection to it. God, I hope Andromeda lives up to it. Right. <laughs> 
And that's a lot to say. Well, I'm already, you know what, I already am like, okay, no Commander Shepard, so. It I've, is kind I've of I've gone fresh past start. it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think we'll be fine. And, of course, Travis worked on it a little bit. Oh, yeah! <laughs> yeah. We can probably talk about that more later. Yeah. We're going to have him on our cast eventually. Yeah. So he can tell all about the cool things he can actually talk about. Seriously. And, yeah, it's, it's high time he's done a podcast because... The man has some interesting things to say. He's an interesting dude. And yeah. I did a podcast for two years and somehow never invited him because I'm a monster. You are kind of a monster, but yeah. now you're my monster. Yay! Oh, and one other game, though, that I Ooh. just yeah. discovered boy, today. And it's called, and I'm going to butcher this, but Call of Cthulhu. Oh, Call of Cthulhu. Cthulhu. Yes. <gasps> I want to shit my brains out. I have not watched the that trailer for that so yet. Fucking scary. I bookmarked it today and I was like, I need to watch that trailer. Because oh there was God. a Call of Cthulhu game for the original Xbox, uh, like oh, 10 years ago, something like that. Really? Yeah, but, um, and I hear it was interesting. And, uh, but yeah, so that trailer came out today. Yeah, well, there's a trailer that came out today and, um, it's kind of looks like in the vein of Layers of Fear. Ooh. Did you play Layers of Fear? Did you like it? I, I played with Travis. We beat it together. Oh, was it good? Yeah. And I hear the one for the um the Google Dream Sweep Dreams fuck. Daydream? I yeah, think it is. thank you. Um I hear it's really good too. Well, have you heard of this there's a there's an AR game for your phone called Night Terrors? I couldn't fucking do that. I have not I have not played it. Slept I, in weeks. I just, I just heard about it. My, my boss actually told me about I it. I don't think I could do that. Uh, it is a game where it fires up the camera on your phone, and mm-hmm. you walk through your apartment mm-hmm. at night, and it puts things in it Hell no. on the screen. No, 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 no. <laughs> There's a, like a YouTube video, like one of those games. It's like a short film, and it's about this girl who's taking selfie, selfie, selfie. Oh, I'm so cute. Selfie, selfie in her house. It's nighttime, and she's cute. She takes a selfie and she sees this shadowy figure in the back. And she's like, that's weird. Does another one. It's closer. Closer and closer and closer. Until, well, you just have to see it. That sounds terrible. It's fucking frightening as all fuck. (laughs) I love horror stuff so much. And I do sort of feel like with Resident Evil 7, it will be like every survival horror game for me. In that I will buy it at full price. I will play it for like two or three hours, get to a good save point, and say like, "Oh, I'll come back later." And I never, never do, will. You get too scared. I never will. I never um, finished Dead Space, the first one, for that same very reason. I finished Dead Space by playing it uh, in the daylight, <laughs> uh, using TV sound instead of surround sound, uh, and this is the probably the weirdest thing at my mother's house while I was doing laundry. Many years ago, like I literally took my Xbox to my mom's house because I was like, you know what? This place is non-threatening. There's sunlight Uh pouring in everywhere. Uh And I played Dead Space while my mom was like walking through being like, honey, do you need something? So like the mood was shot and I actually got to play the game. Yeah, you could get through it. Because I otherwise I couldn't have. With this, the scary VR games, like I have to keep, (laughs) if you have a headset, I have to keep one ear in reality because... I get too engrossed, and I like I might have a heart attack. With the, with the VR stuff, like games like Thumper and stuff, I'll play with my headset on, 
or like even uh, Job Simulator or I Expect You to Die, like goofy stuff. Yeah. But yeah, like Rush of Blood or anything horror, I nope. usually just use my normal stereo for that. Nope. Like not, I'm not, not doing that. Around there. What else? I'm still convinced that Todd at one point is going to like grab me while I play VR, and I did tell him that that is against <laughs> that is against the rules. Like you are, you will get slapped. Yeah, you are not to touch <laughs> anyone, not just me. You are not to touch anyone when they are under the visor because that's just not fair. They oh can't defend God, themselves. That's amazing. Oh, I can't wait well, to play some more scary VR games. Because yeah, we have, we have like a rule at work. Whenever someone's in VR, like you have to like announce yourself loudly and like you're not allowed to really like interfere. Um, or like grab someone because it's like it's, the matrix you yeah. don't pull the plug before yeah. they're out of the matrix or you fucking kill them yeah yeah it's it's just not cool well awesome i think that's a pretty good first episode i mean i think we're pretty fucking cool right <laughs> this it, one went a little longer than normal i think we're not aiming for this length all the time no this is a special premiere issue right yeah yeah this is like september issue of vogue you get it once a year maybe it's is that a thing? Is that a, is that the fat one? That's the fat one. It's always the September issue. I could not have told you that. Well, I'm, you know. I'm a terrible gay. <laughs> the worst. Yeah, I Todd would have known that. No, he's cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, that's basically it. But be sure to check us out on Twitter. Um, it's brand new, so we're just starting it out. It's at bit different. I'm sorry, I already <laughs> fucked it Let's up. Let's start this over. At bit b i t diff d-i-f-f podcast p-o-d-c-a-s-t i'm following right now oh my god you might be your first one because i I'm just not. did it like an hour ago we had five followers already shut the front door let me see who they are i don't know who any of them are oh uh, i hope that's probably bethesda and you know it's all the important people you know what to be honest none of them seem like bots oh so far I'm not seeing any, like, busty Russians. I don't have any posts, though. How could anybody be following us? I'm guessing people are looking up, like, gaming podcasts. Like, there's there's Sweet. some people. Like, oh, my gosh. We, we have a, a girl from Ireland who is a girl gamer. I'm obsessed Who's with already, her. like, yeah. like She's in for she's it. She's follower number two. Congratulations, Cindy Andrews. Cindy, I love you, Ann. Cindy Andrews. This uh, is our first shout-out, by the way. Yes. Oh, and also, um, it's not up yet, but I'm going to do the Instagram. So by the time this airs, which is soon, yes. Ho- hopefully we can get the same uh, username. Yes, BitDiff Podcast. I'm sure there is no BitDiff Podcast in Instagram. <laughs> and yeah. uh, do we want to give our personal stuff, or is that a thing? Oh, or? yeah. Just um, in case? Go for it. Um, I am on Twitter at FastDanger, spelled as it would be. Um it's a reference to a shitty Russian rapper. <laughs> it's an old college joke that just sort of stuck with me. And uh, I'm on uh, Instagram at Mr. Gladstone, all spelled out. So Mr. is M-I-S-T-E-R, Gladstone. Um, I don't do a whole lot on there, but I'm trying to be better. I just got a new phone with a lot more storage. Twitter is, uh, is a, it's a harsh beast. Right? Like, I just got a new phone with a bunch of storage, though, so I'm trying to be better about, like, Snapchatting and Instagramming yeah. and it's all a sorts cookie. of – Stupid shit like that. So, yeah, so follow us. Yeah. And we'll, oh, do you and want to do your I, personal? Yeah, um, I'm at Satine the Dream, C E T I N E T H E D R E A M. Well done. Thank you. <laughs> uh, and that's both Twitter and Instagram. I was fucking pissed, by the way, that Mr. Gladstone, which is like my general that's username, you forever, was not available on Snapchat, 
or on Twitter. And, and you, I checked. And you do not want to put numbers. And I checked. The Mr. Gladstone, who has that account on Twitter, Official. hasn't tweeted in fucking years. Don't you hate that? Oh, God. It's the worst. Oh, but whatever. God. Fuck that guy. Whoever he is. I'm guessing his last name is actually probably Gladstone, which mine is not. So maybe he earned it. I guess he did earn it. He's probably 80. Oh, hopefully he's still alive. I was going to say, hopefully he'll, he'll die soon and I can have it. Oh, you're such a bitch. <laughs> he lived a long time. It's fine. Well, thank you. Woo! And this is weekly, so we are going to do this weekly. Yeah. Get out there and uh, play some games. Hit us up on the Twits. Yeah, on the Twits. Oh, I'm also um, just a teen, C-E-T-I-N-E, on Twitch, if you want to watch me play some games. Oh, yeah, and I'm Mr. Gladstone, like everywhere else, except on Facebook. Or except on uh, Twitter. Uh, blah, blah, blah. But yeah, <laughs> I am Mr. Gladstone on Twitch. I don't stream very much, but I'm trying to be better about it. Do it. Well, I sorry, I streamed all of Virginia when I played through it in my single sitting, and I had like one follower. Maybe like at most at one point I had like four, and that was like for maybe thirty seconds. But you know why? Because nobody's ever heard of Virginia before. I know. That's why few people might watch. Uh, it didn't a, work out. That's tricky. Yeah. That's very tricky. Like, if you're the only one streaming Virginia, people might watch. But also, if no one's heard of it, no one will watch. No one will watch. It's a catch-22. And it's a slower game. It's so. a vicious cycle. Anywho, yeah. Right. Thank you for listening. Chowsies. Bye. Bye.